0: Roar Success acknowledges the traditional custodians and cultures of the lands and seas on which we live, work, and listen. This podcast is recorded on beautiful Biripai land, and we pay our respects to all First Nations and Torres Strait Islander peoples, elders, ancestors, and emerging leaders. This podcast is produced by Roar Success. Learn more at RoarSuccess.com. Welcome to Episode 6 of the Raw Success Podcast. I am your host and Raw CEO, Stacey Morgan. At Raw, we do business differently. We're building a community of fearless business owners, rewriting the rules to create success on their own terms. A network that aims to support, to elevate and to celebrate business. If this sounds like what you need, then you're in the right place. Today's episode is brought to you by the 2024 Raw Awards. Our Raw event is not your typical business or networking event. We have a really good time if you want to join us for the celebration. And then make sure you're on our email list to be notified when entries in the 2024 awards open. You can join the VIP list now by following the link in our show notes. In today's episode, I cannot wait to introduce you to Clayton Bates from Inspire Small Business. Clayton, how you doing?
1: Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Excited to hopefully some people get some good tips and stuff out of this podcast. So yeah,
0: no, it's so good to have you here, and it's so good to have you here and well, because I hear as you were completing your RAW award submission, you weren't in the very best shape. You were in hospital.
1: Yeah, yeah, probably the first person to ever submit a RAW award from hospital. Um, it's definitely so yeah. the
0: first one that I knew of, so.
1: <laughs> yeah, but um, I thought it was really important. I'm re- I was really excited to like enter into the RAW Awards. so um, luckily I was able to do it from hospital, so. We yeah.
0: appreciate that dedication. Like there needs to be a like dedication to the submission award <laughs> that you take home. Because that is like a lot of people have, you know, the, their roadblock to entering awards is that they don't necessarily want to invest the time to go through the submission process because it is a lengthy process. It's not kind of just you just tick a box and go, ta-da, off we go. And so the fact that you weren't feeling your best and you still managed to, to sit down, write your entry, reflect on what you've been doing in business what's been working what your challenges have been and get the submission done and entered is really awesome what what did the process um because I was going to say it's obviously it was challenging what did that challenging process teach you about yourself and about business and about your resilience
1: um I think my mind was actually really clear because when I actually went into hospital I got all my staff to take over from pretty much everything Mm -hmm. and it was probably the first time in a while where It was almost like my brain had shut off and I could actually think like really clearly about uh, doing the submission and like goals for the future in my business and stuff. So even though it was probably like the worst two weeks of my life as in being sick for ages, um, it was actually made me clear and I, I had more of a clear plan for the future and the submission was heaps easier to do because everyone was covering everything. I was actually really grateful that all my staff, they stepped up while I was sick, so they're awesome.
0: Yeah. Uh having a a team that is rallied around you having a team that can step up into each of those roles that takes a lot of work and preparation so you yes you may have an awesome team that stepped up into that but in terms of your leadership preparing them for that kind of situation you must have done a a lot of hard work in the lead up to it was that leadership and that um you know perhaps systems and processes and communication and all the things that go into that was that a big part of your award submission was that something that you spoke about as part of that entry
1: I can't actually remember 100% what I wrote. <laughs> so I was sort of just like in the zone and just submitted it, sort of thing. But I think I did say stuff about like how grateful I was for my staff and things like that from memory. So, yeah, I think a lot of the stuff is all combination of many years of hard work um, really come down to that moment, sort of thing, that where everyone sort of took over and it was, it was pretty cool. Yeah. They did.
0: Talk to us about Inspire Small Business. Who do you serve? What do you love about it? What's the challenging part about running your own business and your entrepreneurial journey? What is it that really lights you up about running your own
1: business? So I always like to think of it like this because I think if you just say what we do, it sounds boring, but I like to think of it that we actually change many people's lives around the world. Um, We just build e-commerce websites. So we will build and rebuild the e-commerce websites on Shopify um, we're actually one of the only registered Shopify experts in Australia. I think there's only 30 or 40 um, experts in Australia. When you think of how many agencies build Shopify websites, it's mm. a crazy amount. Um, but the, the reason why I, I believe we change people's lives is because what happens is, let's say a business is doing $50,000 a year from through their website, and then we go in, rebuild their website, And then they start making $250,000 a year, $300,000 a year just because of what we've done. We've had like many clients ring us up crying on the phone because we literally changed their life and their business. And I think a lot of people, they have lots of ingredients to make a really good business, but they're lacking in like one or two areas. And like normally that area is a website, especially at a certain point, like. If people are making like hundred, two hundred thousand dollars 200000 a year, they've probably built their website themselves. They haven't hired an agency to do it. So there's a lot of little things that if they change, they would make a lot more money sort of thing. Normally the bigger companies, we might say one person's making a million dollars, we might actually generate them an extra million. So we'll double the revenue. But the little people will like five, six, seven times their revenue a lot of the time, wow. which is pretty cool. It's like life changing for some of these people.
0: Completely think- life changing. Like that amount of cash flow for essentially from from their perspective, they're doing the same amount of work, right? It's the same. They're developing the same product, or they're, you know, putting the same thing out to market. But for the work that you do behind the scenes to get it, you know, really firing on all cylinders, that's a huge yeah. a huge change in their lifestyle, a huge change in what they can then do with the business and outside the business as well.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I think I've been doing this five years and about four years ago um, was the first year I did the business. It was very hard. It was challenging. I didn't think it would take so long to get the business off the ground. And I ran into like 10 people where I literally changed their lives and it sort of changed my life at the same time. Mm. Some of those businesses now are like multi-million dollar businesses. Like I ran into someone making $50,000 a year and then we made it so they were making like 200 dollars $300,000 a year and now they're like multi-million dollar companies which wow. is like crazy when you think about like speaking. If I went back to the emails and the calls and stuff four years ago, it just, I I never could imagine that I could be able to help someone black on that journey.
0: And so can you give us an inside like maybe one or two hints or tips of things that may be really obvious to you when you look at somebody's website but for them – is something that they could easily tweak or change that would make a really big difference?
1: Uh, there's always five things. Most people make a mistake on three to five of them. So one, people don't understand their homepage, how to flow that page, who, the type of people that are going there. That's like a really big one, especially if you build a brand on social media. A lot of people are going to that homepage. Uh, the second one is the product page. They don't have all the information about the product. They don't build trust and they don't have the benefits if there's benefits to the products, mostly there is. Uh, The third one is site navigation. It's not easy to use, user-friendly, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. The more products you have, the more important site navigation is. So if you have a 1,000 products, it's super important that you nail that. Uh, The fourth one is a really simple one that a lot of people miss. So in their checkout, uh, they don't add their logo or the colors and stuff like that. And I think the reason people don't do that is is when you build the website, the checkout settings are in a special sort of spot that's a bit separate to everything else. So people forget to do that. And you think about it, if someone's seen your logo and the colors on your website, everywhere on the website, then they go to pay and it's like no logo, the colors are different, It's like a disconnect sort of thing. Yeah, I'm not
0: giving you my credit card details.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it really hurts the conversions. Once you change that, it'll make a big difference normally. And then the fifth one is mobile-friendly. So you need to make the website mobile-friendly. Most websites are doing 50 to 90% traffic mobile. So it keeps going up every sort of day pretty much. Yeah.
0: Well, there you go, everybody. (laughs) Already, (laughs) straight off the bat, hints and tips of things. I'm going to, you know, as you were talking, I'm like, oh my home not my job of my home page is I need to go and absolutely look at that the the journey though like those those five years obviously the highs are those emails that you get those interactions that you have with your customers where they say we're changing you know you're changing you've changed our life you've you've absolutely changed the way we do business but every entrepreneurial journey has challenges what are some of the challenges that you've come up against um, that have really taught you lessons that you've found have either, you know, made you think twice about what you were doing or projected you into the future. What were those challenges? What are the ones that come to mind that you're like, oh, that was, that was tough?
1: Um, definitely after a year, like the first year in business was definitely super hard. Like I went through like all my savings. Um, I'd borrowed money. Um, you know, I was on the brink of like losing my house, going bankrupt, everything like that. Um, I think I come within four weeks. So I actually come within one week of losing everything that I'd ever worked for in my life. So four weeks out, I knew I was big trouble sort of thing. And then a week out, I sort of decided that no matter what, um, if I lose my house, I lose everything, I go bankrupt, I'm going to make this business work. And like literally when I I changed my mindset and said, this is going to work, Um, I got the best client that night that I'd ever had. The next day, I got an even better client than that person. Um, Not long after that, Shopify made me an expert. Um, Four of my clients left video reviews. And if anyone's listening to this, maybe you'll be the same as well. Video reviews made a massive difference in my business. Like when people were watching other people that I'd worked with saying how good I was, that made a massive, massive, massive difference. And then a few months later, COVID hit. So I know a lot of people struggled in COVID, but COVID actually super exploded my whole business. Like it was very crazy when COVID hit. Um I'd just become a Shopify expert. Shopify was sending me about four thousand leads a week.
0: Oh wow.
1: When COVID hit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if I had taken a sip of water when you said that, I probably would have spat it out. That is yeah. wow. I mean, yeah, any business owner strange. would be like jumping for joy at 4,000 leads coming in the door every week. But I can imagine during that time when there was so much unknown, there was so much where are we going, how long is this is this going to last and everything else that was really um, difficult about that time, you must have gone, how am I going to do this? How is this going to happen? And how did you make it happen?
1: Um, I made a lot of mistakes through the COVID, but it was just sort of like one of the most daunting thing was actually going through all the leads like it was thousands of leads a week just um it was like I got really quick at like identifying if this is this will be a good fit sort of thing mm. a lot of people wanted to build face mask websites and um like hand sanitizer websites I think early on I decided that um I wouldn't build like any Um, face mask websites or hand sanitizer websites I think I did maybe a few of them so every time a a face mask website come through I would just decline that sort of thing but it sort of learned I learned a lot because so many different niches were changing directions and Mm -hmm. so the food industry changed crazy through through COVID a lot of people started doing home delivery and stuff like that Um, some of those industries like were massive in COVID so I learned a lot about Lots of different niches and stuff, and I think I've seen a lot over the last few years. So when people work with me, I've worked in pretty much every niche now, thanks to COVID as well a lot because you know people weren't making money, they couldn't go to the markets, so their shops were shut. So I learned quite a lot there. Yeah. So I think that was a really big good moment for our for my company.
0: That level of work is is huge, and you spoke before about how much your team supports you and how how great they are. How do you keep yourself on track? How do you keep yourself motivated, inspired and developing in order to keep up with that kind of workload and also keep um, keep motivated to keep serving and keep doing what you're doing, serving your customers?
1: I think one thing I've realised uh, over the last year and why I've been trying to hire more staff and stuff is that there is parts of my business that have burnt me out and then there's parts that I'm really good at and I, I love. Mm-hmm. And I think what the thing now is that the things that I don't like to do, I need to hire people to do those things. And then the things that I like to do, I need to double down and do them more yeah. because I'm really good at certain things in this business. And I love doing some certain things. Um, but there's, there's some things like I've done them for five years and it's sort of like very hard to get motivated to do them. Um, the other thing as well, like just for like mindset and stuff, I like to clear my mind, ride a motorbike, go to the beach, you know, things like that really help as well. I think you have to learn what you need. Like everyone has something they need to be happy and feel good about whatever. So,
0: yeah, that balance between being able to find the things that light you up and get you buzzing about life and also trying to build your business at the same time. That's a, that's a juggle that a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, really struggle with. So it sounds like you have you have a nice balance between doing those things where you get to get outdoors to the beach and ride the motorbike and really immerse yourself in that outdoorsness, but then also a job that primarily keeps you in front of a screen and and working to a certain capacity load. So it's lovely to hear that you've been able to juggle that balance and, and find what works for you?
1: I, I still struggle a little bit, but I think the main go- the main thing is, if you're trying to be the best version of yourself, that's, that's what I feel like is the main goal. You, if you just keep trying to be the best version of yourself, you'll work out and do those things that you need to do. Because if you're not the best version of yourself, how can you do good work for your clients?
0: That's right. Beautifully said. Yeah. The best work that you do is rewarded through all of the business awards that you've been lucky enough to win and the for those of you who are not watching the video who are listening to the podcast you won't see all of the certificates and trophies and things that um, Clayton is surrounded by tell us what entering business awards has done for you and for your business tell me why you find it um an important thing tell me why you really thought in from your hospital bed, this is my priority right now. I need to get this award submission in because a lot of people listening to this will be people who have never entered an award before, who've never really le- lent into that process. What is it for you um, that makes it so intriguing and, and something that you want to prioritize?
1: So I think there's a few reasons. So uh, the first one is definitely like if, if there's 20 reasons why someone buys something off you, Winning an award or something like that might be one of those reasons. So if you can try to get um as many of those 20 things as possible, it'll build a lot of trust and stuff. So if you have like, for example, we have 105-star reviews. So that's like one thing, winning awards is another thing. Um, having client video reviews, being a Shopify expert, stuff like that. So I think it all helps to build trust because on the internet it's hard to build trust these days. So the more things that you can do um to show that you 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 are going to do the right thing by people it really matters um and then the other thing as well is like you know me and my staff work hard so it's actually rewarding to um win a win a an award and to slack like appreciated like what we do and stuff like that um so i think that's really important some of the awards i have behind me probably can't see but they're actually like where we've submitted clients' websites to win awards as well. Like, mm-hmm. So I think even just saying, hey, do you mind if we submit your website uh, to try to win an award? And it's like a, if we're trying to build the best website to win an award for their website, we're going to build a better website for them. So I think people appreciate that, hey, our goal is to submit your website to win an award. So that that's also good for the client too, I think. So They they know we're trying to do the best for them sort of thing hundred percent. If if anyone hasn't ever submitted an award, I think they definitely should. But like, there's some really good awards. Raw Raw seems like a really good place to submit submit um and win awards, so yeah.
0: I love the process. I love the reflection that it, it, it gives you. I love the opportunity to celebrate with other people, to be able to have that moment to shine because so much of our entrepreneurial journey is just you know, us with our head down, bum up, getting stuck into the work. We don't often pause to reflect and celebrate on how far we've come or what we've been able to achieve and, and celebrate those wins. So entering an awards and attending an awards event is such a great opportunity to be able to share that with, with other like-minded entrepreneurial people.
1: Yeah, hundred percent.
0: righty, Clayton, are you ready for some rapid fire questions? We're going to finish up with four rapid yep. fire questions. Hopefully, that they won't stump you. The first one is: um, What advice would you give to yourself if you were starting out in your business?
1: Um, never give up, like, and pretty much anything's possible when you put your mind to it. You just got to put your mind to it.
0: Nice. What's your favorite app on your phone? <laughs>
1: Uh, Delete all of them. (laughs) I think I'd rather not have any apps on my phone. Really, I think it's better if it's on uh, airplane mode. You just Uh, think like a
0: Nokia ninety seven ten or something.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think um, these days we're too distracted by our phone. But if I had to pick one app, so I'd probably there's a chess app on my phone. So every now and then, when I feel a bit stressed out, I'll play chess. So Mm,
0: nice. What's the last TV show you binged and loved?
1: Um, probably Cobra Co. so the crowd, the Crowdy Kid one. Yeah. So I actually don't watch TV, but I I couldn't not watch that. As soon as every season comes out, I just watch it until it's over.
0: Love it. Yeah. And what excites you about the next phase of your journey?
1: Um, just seeing how far we can take it. Uh, someone told me once that if you have a good service or business and you don't try to grow it and and make it as big as it can be, you're actually doing a disservice to the world. So I feel like that if we don't grow our business and, and reach as many people as possible, we're doing a disservice to the world. So that's what I'm looking forward to the next chapter for sure.
0: Amazing. Clayton Bates from Inspire Small Business. Thank you so much for joining us on the Raw Success Podcast. Is there anything you would like to promote, to pitch, to tell the audience about where they can find you, what they must get um, you know what they must get in front of their eyeballs, or you know how somebody can submit their website to you for you to put your expert eyes over, so that you can tell them all the things they're doing wrong.
1: Um, so probably the two places if you want to connect with me is Instagram Inspire Small Business and YouTube, um, Clayton Bates Shopify Expert. If you are not sure what to improve on your website, if you actually um go to inspiresmallbusiness.com dot com, um and shoot me a message, I'll 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 do a free video review of your website and I'll actually go through and you'll see me um, giving you some tips and suggestions on how to improve it. Um, Those videos really help people because if I just sent you text, a lot of people don't understand it. So when you actually see someone going through it on your actual website, you can actually see lots of little things that you can improve on your website. So we do that completely free as well.
0: I love that. Clayton, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Nice. thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Raw Success Podcast. The Raw Success Podcast is an original production for the Raw Success Network. To learn more about how we can help support, elevate, and celebrate your small business, go to rawsuccess.com. You've been
1: listening to another Raw Success production. Learn more at rawsuccess.com.